This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on Insurance. Today we're going to speak about claims commandments and specifically claims commandment number five. In this, the fifth of 15 claims commandments, we deal with the need for every insurance claims professional to work with the first party property insured. The key to resolving insurance claims amicably is constant and substantive communications between the insured and the adjuster. Communications about the claim on a regular basis allows the insured and the adjuster to build rapport. Building rapport is a fundamental aspect of human communication. Being able to build rapport could be viewed as a basic element of social intelligence. The professional should first spend time establishing rapport and the confidence of the person being interviewed. There are four elements to building rapport. People who wish to build rapport should strive to, one, build trust such as demonstrating honesty, reliability, and fairness. Two, understanding another person's views, such as making statements that the professional understands how the other person feels. Three, showing respect, that is, be polite and express gratitude. And four, be kind, the kind of person who others would like by stating a willingness to be empathetic and altruistic. Rapport can be established by the professional complementing the office decor, if possible, to do so honestly. However, if the insured is relegated to a drab cubicle, rapport can be established by the professional commiserating with the difficulty of working in less than comfortable surroundings. The adjuster can gain rapport with the insured by explaining that his employer also forces the adjuster to work in a similar situation. The adjuster to establish rapport should delay questioning by trying to find mutual interests and concerns with the person to be interviewed. The task of establishing rapport can take minutes or hours. It is imperative to a complete and successful adjustment to take sufficient time that must be expended in establishing rapport before the serious and detailed part of the interview begins. Regardless of the skill of the adjuster, if rapport is not established, the goal of the adjustment will not be reached. Once rapport is established, it is essential that the adjuster maintains that rapport with the insured by setting up an ability to communicate regularly with the insured. The insured should be provided with the adjuster's office telephone number, the adjuster's cell phone number, and an email address where the insured could reach the adjuster to resolve any questions that might come to mind during the claims adjustment process. The adjuster, even if not asked a question by the insured after rapport is established, 
should mark a diary to communicate with the insured at least once every 30 days, even if the communication is nothing more than a telephone call that simply asks how the insured is doing. If possible, the adjuster should also fill in the insured on the progress of the claims investigation and any events that are happening or will be happening in the near future. Contact in person is preferable, but caseloads for most modern insurers do not allow for continuous personal conduct. If such contact is not available, the contact should be by telephone, mail, or email. For example, if the insured has been sued by a third party, the adjuster should explain what is happening and what will happen in the lawsuit, including the appointment of counsel to defend the insured. When defense counsel files an answer to the suit, the adjuster should deliver a copy of the answer to the insured, explain the meaning of the language in the answer, and what defense counsel expects to do next to protect the interests of this insured. Each communication must be noted in the file. At least every 30 days, some communication must pass between the adjuster and the insured and noted in the adjuster's file, whether the communication is substantive or merely an effort to keep up the rapport between the insured and the adjuster. For example, if the claim relates to a fire at the insured's home, the adjuster, after establishing rapport, should present to the insured a schedule of the time needed to determine the scope of damage, set a time for meeting with the insured and independent contractor, and the insured's contractor. That meeting should take place quickly, with everyone ready to work and setting up a scope of loss. The adjuster, the experts, and the insured should agree on the scope of loss, and the adjuster should explain how long it will take the contractors to create an estimate of repair. When the estimates arrive, the adjuster should prepare a comparison of the estimates and meet with the insured to determine the differences between the two or more contractors and which would be the most economical and thorough estimate to, to create repair and replacement of the damaged home. The insured and the adjuster should then agree on the contractor whose estimate covers the entire loss, and a contract should be agreed to repair the house. As repairs proceed, the adjuster should inspect the work and regularly advise the insured of the progress of the repair until the repair is completed. The Fair Claim Settlement Practices Regulations that apply to all claims set minimum, not maximum, standards. Adjusters should and are expected to exceed the minimum standards set by the regulations. Insurers now find in bad faith litigation that trial lawyers will posit violation of the minimum standards set by the regulations as evidence of bad faith sufficient to allow a trier of fact to assess tort damages against the insurer. Since the regulations are stated to be minimum claims handling standards, failure to comply will give a judge or jury the opportunity to contend that the failure to comply is evidence of tortious conduct sufficient to support a claim that the insurer committed the tort of bad faith. 
The adjuster must be familiar with the Fair Claim Settlement practices, statutes, and regulations in his or her state with regard to communications to the insured and work to exceed the requirements of all of the minimum standards set by the regulations. The adjuster who establishes and maintains rapport with the insured will resolve more claims quickly and without difficulty and will never face the wrath of a supervisor or auditor from the state for failure to fulfill the minimum claims handling standards, but will always be able to show that he or she has exceeded those minimum standards. The adjuster that fails to communicate regularly and substantively with the insured will have difficulty reaching agreement with the insured and will find that he or she is accused of violating the Fair Claim Settlement statutes and requirements of the regulations created to enforce the statutes. That failure may also result in litigation between the insured and the insurer and will not help the adjuster standing with the insurer that employs him or her. This video was adapted from my blog, Zelma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the link at zelma.com blog. Please subscribe to the blog so that you will not miss any of the daily blog postings, and also subscribe to either the YouTube or rumble.com videos that summarize these blog postings. If you found the video to be useful or interesting to you, tell your colleagues about it so that they can also subscribe to the blog and the videos. You might also wish to consider subscribing to my YouTube channel and to my Substack publications. Thank you for your attention.